charming. Fucking weird yeah. and and sexual. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't like that. <laughs> All right. I hope it caught it. I hope it did too. Just a little, just a little bit of a gurgle for you. Open up the gates of hell. Just. My con, one of my contacts isn't really working right now, so let's hope I can read it. I believe in you. Um. Hello. Hello, everyone. How you doing today? Uh, we'll Still never no know. response. Yeah. We'll never know. What if we're just crazy and we think we're talking to a microphone, but we're actually not? Do you? I think about that all the time. Just like, what if I'm actually insane and nothing's really happening? <gasps> I'm not real. Well, back to it. Yeah, they'll never know what we're talking about. Nope, no idea. It's a secret. I mean, I'm going to turn off my phone, though, because Same. I'm so popular. Not really. Yeah, before we started recording, I was taking a nap, and I had an alarm set for like 2.45, and I, and I woke up, I texted Grace, and I was like, hey, are we still good for 3 o'clock? And she's like, yeah, like, come over at three, whatever. And, um, I thought I sent another alarm. I, I thought I did something. And she tried calling me. And my phone, my phone ringer was on, but, like, the, the, I didn't hear it. Yeah. And I usually wake up to at least, like, the text. But it's happened to me before. I think, um, I think, like, my mom tried calling me or something. And, like, it just, it just never went off. And I was like, all right. And then I had to put everything together because I'm leaving right just to do errands and I felt really bad so I'm sorry. Oh no dude don't worry about it. I was just, I was actually I'm pretty sure I was pooping whenever I texted you. <gasps> yes. Yeah so I, I wasn't clearly in a rush. <laughs> I'm just trying to get out of here like at least a few minutes before my meeting. This is relatively short compared to what I usually do so I think it'll be pretty good. A lot of it is stuff that like there was so much information that I had to compile it real quick. Yeah. So it, it, this is definitely one of the cases that's worth looking into more. So, yeah. Hell yeah, I can't wait. So, this is the uh, the case that I'm talking about this week is the mysterious murder of Robert Wone. Robert Wone? Yes. Okay. He's an Asian American. Hold on. Well, I'll, I'll just I'll just tell you more about him. Tell me tell me about, uh, about I'll just I'll Arnold? just fucking start. What is his name? Arnold. Robert. Robert. I immediately forgot his name. I'm so sorry, Robert. <laughs> Uh, Robert Eric Wone was born on June 1st, 1974. He was a fourth-generation Chinese-American born in Manhattan and raised in Brooklyn, New York. After graduating high school as valedictorian of his class, he attended the College of William and Mary. I don't know what that is. No idea. I don't, I don't know why that is. I could have looked it up, but I didn't. Um, he attended the College of William and Mary as a James Monroe Scholar. A James Monroe Scholar... Um, means or sorry those scholars are the most academically distinguished undergraduates at William and Mary less than 10% of uh, the undergraduates at that school received this prestigious designation damn he's a smart ass motherfucker yeah wow sounds like it um, while he was there he met uh, a man by the name of Joseph Price Wallen and Price shared several activities together including an honor society honor society and student government leadership positions before Price graduated in 1993. Wone graduated from College of William and Mary in 1996 and then received his law degree with honors from the University of Pennsylvania Law School in 1999. Um, it talks a little bit about the jobs that he had um, in the next like, couple years. I didn't put them all in the end, but basically it was a lot of like prestigious law stuff, yeah. but, like good things to have on your record. Um, on June 7, 2003, Wone married Catherine Ellen Yu, and the couple lived in Fairfax County. 
on June. I'm like, in case you want to know the exact county they lived in. Yeah. Um, on June 30th, 30th, 2006, about two months before he was <gasps> killed. Gasp. Uh, did not see that one coming. Wan was hired as general counsel for Radio Free Asia. Uh, Wan was very active within the Asian American community, supporting organizations such as OCA and the Museum of Chinese in America. At the time of his death, he was president-elect of the Asian Pacific American Bar Association. So he was ridiculously smart, very um, supportive for uh, the Chinese American society, yeah. like in, like around, like the community around him, but also like. Um, you know, just an advocate for uh, Chinese Americans. Um, a little bit about his marriage. Uh, I, c- I couldn't figure out like where they met or how they met, or whatever. But they had a very strong marriage. Like they loved each other, they trusted each other. Um, there was no type of hate towards them. Everyone thought that they were like very loving, normal couple. Yeah. Um. So he was on his. So he worked at what was it called? Um. The General Council for Radio Free Asia. I think uh, during the I think he worked during the week, and he would get off really late, like ten thirty type of late, and he lived pretty far, so like maybe like an hour I think, maybe even more. I can't really remember. Um, so he made an arrangement to stay at Price's apartment sometime during like sometimes at, um, during the week uh, right. because. It was just, like, too far from drive home. Like, if he got off of work at, like, 10.30 p.m. and then got dinner on his way home, like, it was already be, like, midnight, 1 o'clock by the time he got home. And he has to be up in the morning again and just redo it all over again. Yeah. So, he made an agreement with Price to stay at his apartment sometime, like, whenever, like, he needed to. I I heard from one person uh, or some one source that, like, it was all weekdays. And then from another source, I heard that it was, like... Every once, like every once in a while during the week. Okay. But I don't really know. By the way, I got this uh, story from. Oh, I forgot her name. It's Bailey something. Have you ever heard of Murder oh, Makeup yeah, Monday? Make- yes, I love Murder Makeup Monday. Bailey Sheeran. Sheeran. Yes, yes. I I love her. I loved the story. It was something that like because because last week we did like a little little missing person mystery yeah. thing and I was like oh this is like mysterious. Um, I didn't listen to her video before I did this. So like all this is the research that I did. You are more than welcome to go watch that video because she, uh, she tells the story so well because she just she knows, she she knows how to put information in like a really like good order. Yeah, you know. No, she's really talented. But because this, this this story was really hard to like get a cohesive story. Like I was looking at the Wikipedia, which I know people hate Wikipedia. Whatever, I don't care. I love Wikipedia. But the Wikipedia started off with this person was well, I can't say that, but. Um, it's like spoils like how he was killed and like all stuff and then it was yeah. it's it's just a very weird story. It didn't have much on his background and like other websites did and it was weird. Um, so yeah, he he had a very common arrangement. His wife was totally okay with him staying. Um, so one night in August in two thousand six, he uh, was he got out of work at like ten thirty and was like, "Hey, Price, can I stay tonight?" Um, so. It wasn't uncommon. Uh, Price shared the apartment with his partner, Victor Zaborski. So there's Price and Victor. Or sorry, Price and Zaborski. They were, from all outside appearances, an incredibly successful and stable couple. Within their home, however, there were some, like, simmering sexual tension stuff. Because there was another roommate by the name of Dylan Ward, 
who had moved in years prior and struck up a consensual BDSM relationship with Price. Okay, so yeah. Price was with Victor. Yeah. But had sex with the other dude. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I okay. I'll touch more on that. Let me finish. Hold on. Uh, so Ward was the dominant and Price was the submissive. I don't know how they got that information out of it. I don't know why they openly said, like, yeah, I'm the submissive and yeah. I'm the dominant. Because that's important information. Uh, although a lot of people called it a threesome relationship, or like a threesome, three, what what thruple? Okay, Pew. thank you. Uh, a lot of, like, media outlets called them a threesome or a thruple, but Zaborski, Zaborski and Ward were never involved sexually, or at least claimed they were never involved sexually. So this allegedly led to some jealous tension, as Ward told officers he was not equal in the house, leading to resentment. Okay. Sorry, I had to burp a little bit. Um, So, basically, if if, if, if that was hard to follow, so, uh, Wohn met Price in college during this whole, like, agreement. What is that? Oh, that's my neighbor, probably. Oh, you can hear them use, like, the, the water, too? Yeah. Oh, my God, it's so annoying. It used to be really annoying to me, but now the only thing that really annoys me is my air conditioner. Your own air conditioner? Yeah. Why? I don't know. Just the noise bothers me. Well, like, it's like, I have a studio apartment, so, like, any noise I hear from any part of the apartment I can hear yeah. at any other point. So, it'll be, like, in my bathroom, like, above it. When yeah. I, but it goes on for, like, 40 minutes. It's insane. It might be the dishwasher. I just thought about that. It might be the dishwasher. My dishwasher <gasps> makes so much noise. True. Same. Anyways, sorry. Uh, back to what we were saying. Back to what we were saying. Um, not that this would be in it anyways. Oh, it probably will. Yeah, probably. If you want to know what our apartments are like. Yeah. <laughs> our shitty, but also lovely apartments. Yeah, they're shitty. not even that shitty. They're not terrible. Like, I really like my apartment. I think it's very nice. My issue is, is that it's very... I'm, I'm, I'm not dirty. I am a little bit cluttery. Me. So, like, things, things get a little bit cluttery often. That bothers me. And also, bugs. But we just... I just got sprayed for bugs today. I got... I had ants in my apartment. Want to really gross? What? So, uh, there's, like... I don't, I don't know how to properly say this. There's this dude I'm hanging out with. And uh, we were going to get Whataburger one morning. And it was, like, 4 a.m. And so he put on his shoes and we left. And he was like, oh, something's in my shoe. And he took, he took off his shoe. It was a cockroach. Oh, my... Had climbed into his shoe while we were watching a movie, and we didn't even notice it until he was outside. And then he just like dumped it out. He he was totally chill about it. I would have been like I'm immediately going home and burning my shoe. He was just like, oh, he was like, oh, it happens. No, it doesn't happen. He just dumped it out. I think he was being nice, but I was just like, oh my god. I have a vivid memory of when I was like seven or eight, and I was in my bed, and I was like on my side looking at like my room, and I had a I had some pink boots for like when I go to the rodeo. Yeah. Um, and I'm looking at these boots because there's like in the middle of a room because I'm seven. Yeah. And I just see a cockroach crawl from inside the boot and just kind of like sit there and twill its little antennas. I looked at you! I screamed. And I had my parents come in there and kill it. And I I swear to fucking God, I never touched those boots again. As as you should. I think I only touched the one that, like, the cockroach didn't come out of. I was so afraid. I think I may have put them on or, like, like, touched them or, like, looked inside them once. Yeah. And I was, I was terrified of them. And that was, like, when I was, like, 11. Dude. I was moving out of that house. Honestly, understandable. I would never look at them again. Um, each time I put shoes 
near where his shoes were. I'm really paranoid now. That's why I wear flip-flops. Yep. Smart, smart. Okay, anyways. Yes, back to, back to the story. Uh, so, a little recap. Price. Uh, Wone met Price at college. During this whole agreement, Wone is staying at Price's apartment, which he shares with his partner and side piece. Yes. The partner is Zaborski, and the side piece is Ward. Yes. But I'm, I feel like I should say just use his first name. And I feel like Dylan. Dylan. Uh, Dylan sounds more side piece. It's better than Wone and Ward. But also, is he really a side piece if the dude knew about him and was okay with it? Or is that just a... a what is it? Is is it like... I think they're both side pieces. <laughs> yeah. It reminds me of... Um, this is a very weird, like, remembrance of... Did you ever watch That's Cringe? The Cody Co. and... Um, Which one? Uh, the one with Couples Cringe. That was actually... Uh, um, the Couples Cringe. That was the vampire one uh, with, like, the Valentine's Day special. And it was, like, this vampire and then his vampire wife. And then they had this girl that they'd come in and, like, suck her blood. And um, it was it was such a situation where it's like clearly only one of you really wants her there. Oh yikes! <laughs> and the other one's just kind of going along with it because they love you. Ooh. And it's like it's like it's like that situation because that's kind of what I'm thinking. It, it's just it's a very I think it's I think it's like from my understanding of the situation whenever Bailey explained it because I can't really remember I don't I don't want to like steal her information like word for word but from what I remember is like um. I think they might have tried. Zaborski and Dylan may have tried. Okay. And just kind of like, I don't like you. I don't want to have sex with you. But I guess it's okay if, 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 if Price he does. does. Okay. But they were, when I'm talking BDSM, we'll get into it later, but like, it's not just like tying them up. It's, it's a like, lot more than that. Okay, cool. So I think it might be like, Zaborski didn't want to do certain things, and Dylan did. So I think it might just be like, well, he... he I'm like he price is being satisfied, so it's fine with me. Type yeah. of thing. Still, it's fucking crazy. Okay. So yeah, there's a lot of like tension and resentment because uh, even though Dylan was also having sex with Price, he just felt very like unequal in the yeah. household because you're not the main partner. Yeah. Um. So that night, uh, Wone gets there. I'm gonna call him Robert. Call him by his first name. Mm-hmm. Robert, sorry if we're changing this up on you. You're getting very confused. Um, I, I mean, I'm still I'm following along pretty well, so I feel like Robert as, as one of the dumber ones. I feel like I'm. It's Robert Wone. Yeah, that's who we're talking about. That's, that's the lawyer. Stayed, he the stays smart at one. Price's apartment mm-hmm. sometimes because he li- he works lives far away from work. Yeah, yeah. Price shares his apartment with two other men. One, one of which. Being- one being his titled partner and the other yeah. one being his his BDSM dominant. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fun. See? Yeah. I, I follow. I follow. So I saw, I read that Robert got off of work at around 10.30, decided to stay at Price's. I don't remember. Uh, no. It was a, it was an arrangement. That time it was an arrangement made like days before. So Price knew he was going to be there. Um... Got there around 10.30, I think, I don't know if he ate on the way home, but, I mean, like, he got done at some point. They were watching, like, Project One Way together, Amen. and then, and then Robert was like, oh, I'm gonna go take a shower and go to bed, and he's like, okay, bet. Um, around, uh, around 11.20, or at 
uh, the neighbors said that they heard a scream, like a desperate, quote-unquote, desperate scream Ooh. from their neighbors. Um, and then a call was not made to 911 until 11.49, which was 30 minutes. Yeah. Wow, I didn't do that right when I did this <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> it was 20 minutes. So... Uh, 30 minutes after they heard the scream, a call was made to 911 at 11.49, claiming an intruder had broken in and stabbed Robert. Oh, they said, like, they like our guest had been stabbed in the guest room. Yeah. Um, which, the guest room isn't a very easy place to get to for an intruder. I think it didn't have any windows or something like that. Weird. So, like, they would have to pass a certain place to get to that room. So everyone would see him. Maybe not everyone would see him, but, it, like... If it, if it was, like, a normal burglar, they would just steal, like, the first... Within the first room that they were in, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, it was just, like, a weird thing. It wasn't easy to get to for, like, an intruder mm-hmm. who didn't know where they were going type of thing. Um, Zaborski was the one that called police. He was very frantic, claiming an intruder had broken in and used one of their kitchen knives in the stabbing. So, not only did the intruder break in and get to a hard room, but he also broke into the kitchen and took a kitchen knife. Yeah. And then snuck into the guest room and stabbed one man and left. Yeah. That's that's what they want us to believe. And actually, Zaborski, Zaborski volunteered that information about the kitchen knife. Okay. Burp. There's also a yeah. police chase happening nearby. Ooh. Yeah, so he, he called and was like, it was very frantic. He was saying, the, the parents were like, hey, like, apply pressure. Like, all this kind of stuff, asking him questions. Um, paramedics responding to the emergency call found that all three of the residents were acting unusually calm. They were not yelling or rushing to help the paramedics find Wilm's body, or find Robert's body. Like, a lot of them, like, a couple of the reports said, like, they didn't even... They had... The pyramids had to ask where the body was. They didn't... They didn't, like... Like, they opened the door, like, super calm. There was one of them on, like, outside of the apartment, on, on like, on, on the phone or something like that. Which would kind of make sense. Like, like, I think they were still on the phone with the paramedics. Yeah. Like, or 911 or whatever. Because um, paramedics arrived first and then police arrived. So I think they were still on the phone with 911. And then, like, the other person that like, just, like, opened the door. I was like, welcome. Yeah. Um... The three men reportedly looked freshly showered, since one was still wearing a robe, and was later asked to get dressed. Which I understand- And was asked to get dressed? If you have people coming, put on a clothes. I can understand if, like, sometimes stuff happens where you're not dressed, and, and like, you need to- Like, like, like an emergency can happen while you're not dressed. Yeah. And, like, you used like, whatever- but, like, they were, like, talking to the cop or someone, and they were like, yeah, can you just get dressed, please? Yeah. It was, I don't know. I just thought that was funny. I love that. Um, Price tells the first cop on the scene that they had found Robert on the patio door and took him upstairs and laid him on the bed. And the paramedic says the body looked showered, redressed, and placed on the bed. <laughs> well, they said that it was placed on the bed, but they said that he was, like, placed on the bed. Yeah. Uh, apparently there was, like, a lot of sheets underneath him, and, like, none of them had blood on him. We'll get to that. Hold on. Weird. There was little blood, um, other than a film of blood on the wounds, indicating some item had been wiped or pressed on the torso. Like, the only blood, it wasn't, like, a blood from, like, gushing blood. It just looked like someone had wiped a blade on it. Weird. That was the only blood found on the shirt. Or okay. on the scene at all. So he was shirtless and he got stabbed. Or just wearing a different shirt. 
The the shirt had holes yeah, that's in good, it. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, the shirt had holes in it, I think. I can't remember. Um, yeah, yeah. The shirt has had three uh, stab cuts lining up with the wound. Near Robert's overnight bag is a white towel with blood on it. Otherwise, the room is undisturbed, which indicates, uh, which includes Robert's belongings, leading many to believe that this wasn't ordinary burglary. No. Because none of his stuff was taken. Also, they... You know what's weird? What? Why did they take a knife? Actually, no, never mind. We're gonna get to that later. Whoa, I got ahead of myself. Hold on. We'll talk about the knife in, like, a couple seconds. But also, um... So, the shirt had the stab wounds in it. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, the puncture marks, so like, the holes. There's no blood on it. The only blood was from... The wipe. From, from wiping the blade. Okay. Which, if Zaborski said, like, I'm holding their wounds, I'm doing this... Then that wouldn't be the case. Yeah. There was a bloody towel, but what? it wasn't on him. It was over by his night bag. The only thing that I can reasonably think is that... They, of course, did it. Yeah. And then they were like, oh, if, if they didn't do it, the only thing I can think is that they're in shock. And so they're like, ah, yes, this makes sense. Or like, oh, he's dead now. No sense in me holding his wounds. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm done. I I'm done. He actually wasn't pronounced dead until, like, he was at the hospital. Oh, then, yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> um, once the body was autopsied, more troubling details arose the murder weapon found at the crime scene was believed to be planted since the bloody knife next to his body did not match stab wounds on Robert's body. And the one found was the kitchen knife. So someone's lying. So someone's lying. Uh, not, not, not to point fingers here, but I think someone in that thruple may be lying. Uh, Robert had evidence of many marks made by needle injections to his body. I don't know where exactly... No one, nothing said where it was, but it was like a bunch of like needle pricks. Drugs. I don't know. They didn't say it was on his arm or not. I mean, yeah. Well, it makes sense. Yeah. But I didn't, they didn't give me like a toxicology report. Um, he could have had drugs in his system. I don't know. I didn't see anything about that off of like the three sites that I went to. Yeah. Um, his wife confirmed that Robert had not visited the doctor or received any type of injection, medicine, anything like that in the days prior to his murder. He also showed signs of, uh, sexual assault. Kind of? I can't remember. It was- the only reason why they say that is because there was semen found on Robert's thigh and groin area, as well as in his anus. But, the semen was Robert's. Yeah. Big brain time. Wait! Yeah. So we... Only thing I can think, and I don't even like thinking it, is that Homer, like, jerked off and then, like, died shortly afterwards. How did he get his anus, though? He has fingers. I've seen dudes, I know the rest of the story, I've, so I know, like... I've seen dudes use cum as lube, so, like, not, like, on me. I mean, like, in porn. Oh. Okay. Anyways, I want to move on from this conversation. Um, I mean, the rest of the story might... We'll be able to explain it, but, like, I, I just wanted to see your reaction and, like, your yeah. thoughts on it. Yeah. Um... That's all plugged in. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I just, like, I can't see the light from over here. No. Yeah. Uh, another bizarre coincidence that is worthy of noting is that Price's brother... 
a phlebotomy student, we'll get into that in a second, a phlebotomy student was supposedly deeply troubled and had missed classes the night of the murder, which was accordingly to his college advisors unusual. What do you think a phlebotomy is? It's a, it's a procedure. I don't know why he's like... It, it says that he's a phlebotomy student. Well, a lobotomy is in the head, so I assume it's going to have to do with your butt. A phlebotomy is a process of making a puncture in a vein, usually in the arm. Oh, I'm not... Like making punct... Like using a needle... It's like to draw Some blood. drugs! He was a... He was a drug guy! Well, he was... I mean, he was studying... What he's saying is... Is he studied, like... Putting needles in people. Yeah, as... As Robert did this, Robert had. Yeah, it's a cool I think I think I think drugs. You think it's drugs? I mean, it could be whatever. I think he wanted. was. I think he was. Drugged. It could just be like pain. Oh yeah, I mean yeah. that's also possible. Um, on top of, on top of this, a search warrant used at the Price Zaborski, Dylan home revealed sex toys used for advanced BDSM play. This includes a toy used for forcing people to drink urine. Yeah. As well as a toy known as what? Uh, as, let you you know what I'm thinking, probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. As well as a toy known as a milking machine. I don't want to know. Like milking, like dick milking, or like boob milking. Because either way, it's horrific. I don't think. I don't think you want to know. It's typically used to quote unquote force participants to ejaculate. So so it's like. They sh- the only reason that I'm not as freaked out by that is because I'm pretty sure they showed a little bit of it on um, the Little Dicky show. <laughs> Did they? Yeah, the girlfriend made like a whole table for him. Oh my. <laughs> That's why I'm not as scarred by that one because the only time I think about it, I think it's funny. True. So it's, I mean, these toys, they, whenever they're described, they're described as like, oh, it forces them to do it, but. But like, like obviously it's consensual. It should be. Yeah. I think, I think like. It's because, like, so, like, the milk, the milk machine, for instance, I think once you're hooked up to it, it's kind of, like, one of those things where, like, you can't, you can't control your, like, finishing, I guess. Yeah. But the, um, the goal is to get someone to say, yes, I would like to try this machine, and then do it. Yeah. But I don't think that's what happened here. Um, this is highly speculated to be the only way to explain how, uh, Robert Seaman ended up within his own rectum. It must all. It must also be emphasized that, from absolutely all reports, that Robert was straight and happily married. It had never been in, in, in any sort of sexual relationship with Price. Okay. Yeah. Um. Within days of the murder, DC police alleged alleged that the crime scene had been tampered with, but no charges were filed for over two years. Because I'm pretty sure they um. There's. They, it's speculation that they washed Robert's body. Okay. But he technically did take a shower, like, shortly kind of before that. So it makes sense that he'd be at least kind of clean. Yeah. But, like, they had all taken a shower, and it was 30 minutes between the time they heard a scream and called 911. Yeah. And the shirt was clean, and... There's just, there's too many things that are, like, weird. Yeah. That's why it's fucking crazy. Yeah. Um... No charges were filed for over two years. In late 2008, police charged Price, Zaborski, and Dylan with obstruction of justice and conspiracy related to the alleged tampering within with the, with the crime scene. The men were acquitted of the charges in June 2010. No one has ever been charged with Robert's killing. 
November 2008, uh, Robert's widow, Catherine Wone, filed a wrongful death lawsuit against Price, Zaborski, and Dillon. The suit was settled on August 3rd, 2011 for an undisclosed settlement agreement. Okay. So, this is one of those stories where it's like, you really don't think... I mean, obviously, no killer was found, so there's no justice, but... I think it was Price in them. I think I think this is what happened. I think Price is greedy and wants a lot of sex yeah. and has always been attracted to Robert in some type of way. And he might have gotten the other guys on and board on with it. it. Yeah. And he was and, and like I think that they were I think three men are able to hold someone down and attach them to like that milking machine. And I think they were able to like collect it and do other stuff to him and then eventually they were like, Well, we can't get out of this, so like let's just kill him real quick. Yeah. And it's, I think, I don't know if Price's brother was there, because he's the, he's a phlebotomy student. Yeah, I mean, they could have drugged him. Yeah. I will say, we did not do a trigger warning for this episode. Fuck. Uh, we can record it at the end and then put it in the beginning. Yeah, I'll put yeah, it yeah. Trigger warning. Fucking weird <laughs> and, and sexual. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like, you can't be like, oh yeah, that was definitely sexual assault, because like... We'll never know. Yeah. We'll also never know how he got killed. There's no way there's a fucking robber. Let me look up. I'm looking up the toxicology. Oh. What well, didn't even say the results either? It just says that they weren't able to prove that he was drugged. They did reports. They did certain tests, but they also. They. It says um, they were never able to prove. He was drugged, and this toxicology reports report shows exactly which tests were performed, which in turn served to show us which tests weren't performed as well. Ah. So basically, they did tests, and they didn't do certain tests, but they did some tests. Yeah. But that's about much information. It says, however, the affidavit did not specifically mention whether ketamine was tested for, and you can't prove a negative or a thing by its absence. All tests were negative or in, or in the normal range. It is now certain that no testing was done for ketamine. Okay, so besides ketamine, he was clean. Yeah. Ketamine has a short half-life with residue testing at its limits at two to four days, not two to four years. What? So that means that it gets away out of your system in quicker than other drugs? Yeah. I don't know why they thought of ketamine specifically, but yeah. Interesting, interesting, interesting. And how long did they wait for the drug report? Oh, I have no idea. Oh. I didn't say. Okay. I think, uh, I don't know, there was a big thing on, on a couple of sites that said, like, the the progress that those made was just so, uh, what is it called? So slow. Yeah. And I, I don't know what caused it. It might just be because the city that they were, I mean, they're in D.C., so it might just be, like, a big city. But it's just really weird. Like they didn't, they didn't get a, uh, they didn't get a search warrant until like three or four days after. Um, yeah. Another thing is just to prove that this wasn't a normal thing, no, normal burglary, is that nothing was ever taken. Yeah, which I don't, I don't even think that can be counted as a burglary. That's just a break in. Yeah. There was. Uh, there was. I think he. I think if there was an intruder. He would have had to pass through a certain room that had, like, a bunch of shit in it. Yeah. Because I think, like, with the apartment, 
there was like something underneath it. I can't remember what I read, but it was like in order to get to the top level, we want to go through like the bottom area, which has like valuables in it. So it was just kind of weird. And he's also stabbed on the balcony, which made no sense. Another weird thing is that he had two unsent emails. One to work confirming like a meeting the next day, or ne not the next day, but next week. And like one to his wife saying that he was like showered and ready to go to bed, but not, neither of them were sent. Weird. But it was really suspicious because I don't remember. I think like they found someone else's fingerprints on it or like it wasn't, it was very out of character for him to do, have like the way it was written. Yeah. So, you know. Odd. This whole thing's just odd. Yeah. Which I don't know why they would fake his emails to cover up for anything because you're already claiming it was an intruder. Yeah. So it would have caught him off guard. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I guess the only thing left to say is what's your good thing? <laughs> My good thing, um... I have that shirt, by the way. Thanks. It's so comfortable. It looks really comfortable. It's a comfort color shirt. That's my good thing. Um, my good thing, uh, I have my six-month anniversary tomorrow. Yes! Congratulations! I get to go to a fancy restaurant and get have a lot of meat. Hell it's yeah. A, have you ever been to... Uh, you probably don't... You probably wouldn't like it, but... Have you ever been to a Brazilian steakhouse? I have been to Brazilian steakhouse. I went a lot whenever um, I was younger. Mm. So I haven't been in a very long time, but I used to love them. But I know that now I probably wouldn't just because... If you want to put it on the table, you can. Just because of how I am with meat now. Yeah. But... I realized a lot of people, um, as they get older, they, don't, they can't process red meat as well. So the red meat or dairy. Sometimes it's both. Like, I've known, like, three people that are, like, I've never been lactose intolerant, but ever since I turned, like, 18, I've been lactose yeah. intolerant. It was it was weird. I don't have that problem. Yeah. I probably do, but I just, I love it so much, I don't, I don't even notice it. Did I tell you I had a burger? Oh, how was that? Yeah, it hurt my stomach a little bit, but, um... Where was it? McDonald's. It was, a, it was at McDonald's at, like, 3 a.m. It wasn't the thing that we ordered, but I just kind of went ahead and ate it anyways, because I was starving. Yeah. So, I had a burger... But it, it was like, it was like their breakfast burger, so it was like a burger with like egg in it, and it was kind of weird. I've had a burger with egg in it, but I wouldn't eat it from McDonald's. Yeah, no, it wasn't good. And I would not order it again, but. I will say, McDonald's burgers aren't as greasy as other places. Um, but, uh, I don't know. I think if you had, if you had like Taco Bell meat, that would hurt you a little more. Because Taco, fun fact, uh, Taco Bell meat, <laughs> if it's, they don't call it beef. That's sounds Because it's not beef. Or not all beef, 100% beef. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's rough. But it's not false advertising because they say, because they don't call it, uh, they call it Taco Bell meat. They don't call it- Oh my it, god, you're so right. But like, if you get like the quesadilla and you say, hey, can I get a Taco Bell, sorry, can I get a quesadilla with beef, it's like the full chunks of like actual like steak or anything like that. Yeah. Because it's more real. It's like, it's actually what it's, what it is. Damn. So yeah. I learned that from my class. Uh, I had a- if y'all ever get to take a random class, take a um, food production and... What was the class? It was basically food production and processing. Yeah. And it will, like... If you're one of those people that's like, hates processed food and all this kind of stuff, take one of those classes to educate yourself, one. Because you need to know what you're talking about. Because there's a lot of people who are like, oh, it's the pink goo. That's like... that's You know how people say yeah. like the pink sludge for the... um. McDonald's or something. Yeah, McDonald's chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets, yeah. And that's, uh, it was like a completely false, 
uh, thing. Yeah. Like, I, uh, fun fact, I had to slaughter a chicken for that class. So I really got to learn the, uh, you, you could choose, like, not to do it. But yeah. um, it just shows you the process and how, like, you know, what it is. But it's also, it, it's worth it to look into the history of, of processing plants because you really learn how far we have come. Yeah. In terms of all that kind of stuff, because you can argue all day with me about how shitty it was in the past, like, anything before, like, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, because it was terrible then. Yeah. But nowadays, it's getting a lot better. Like, there are always, like, better things to improve, yeah. stuff like that. I know, really off topic. I know, I stopped eating uh, beef and pork whenever I was, like, 16. I stopped eating pork mainly just because I had too many bots ever-flavored beans from Harry Potter World. There were pork in a row, and it just, like, scarred me forever because I got stuck on a plane afterwards. Um, but also, I've just never really been a fan of bacon or, like, pork in general. Bacon. It's, like, everyone always hypes it up, and it's just, like, it's not that great. Like, it's okay. But it's just, like, I, so I just, I don't eat that. And I don't eat uh, beef because cows make me happy. And that's my only two reasons for not eating those. But, like, it wasn't until I did a essay my freshman year, I believe my freshman year, no, my sophomore year, over factory farming mm -hmm. and it kind of just like changed how I saw like meat production in general like that's why like now like I, I'm not a big I know it's impossible for everyone to go vegan or like everyone to avoid eating meat but I just do my part and I just like try to not eat as much yeah uh, you know the best argument I ever will have over someone when I, like a vegan is when they're like the greenhouse gas, not the greenhouse gases, but like the the ozone layer and like the gases from like the people argue that that the gases that the um, that the animal like the livestock animals give off is yeah. what's causing global warming. For one of my projects, not projects, but for one of my quizzes, I had to look at um, a bunch of charts that and like a bunch of data. Basically, the amount of the amount of animals used for production has increased by like over a hundred percent. But the amount of gases given off, like, I think it's methane is the main one. The amount of gases that have been given off because of those animals have decreased by, like, 200%. Which is rad. Because of, we feed them better. Yeah. So, every time, I, like, I, I have, like, I have the URL, URL saved on my phone for so long just, just to catch someone. Just to be like, no, fuck you. There's an actual, like, actual, like, real source yeah. that says, like, hey, this is, this, this one point is wrong. Nope. Just because um, that, 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 that was always the point that a lot of people made. And it's like, there's a literal, like, like professional chart made to show you, hey, this one point. And it's like, you're wrong on that. Yeah. Uh, my professor was also the type of guy, he read the entire handbook for PETA. Amen. And was able to combat every single thing in there. Yeah. So, yeah. He Love was that. that. He was that professor. He was, he was cool. Um, well, I think my good thing, just to kind of move off on that topic is uh, I have a job interview today. Oh. As no one knows, because I haven't talked about it, I got fired last week. <laughs> so I've been kind of down about that, so I'm just I'm Well, excited. you got laid off. I got it was laid like off. Fired. It wasn't well, I mean, like, same thing, but it's not the same thing. Technically, I was, quote-unquote, just terminated, and it wasn't just, like, me. It was my position as a, to as a whole was terminated. Oh. Yeah, um, so I was a temporary bookseller. And it's either by the end of the time you're either no longer temporary or you're temporary and you're done. Yeah. So like technically, I I wasn't like fired fired. I'm just no longer working there because that position doesn't exist. Yeah. But I was encouraged to apply again in December. Hmm. I still haven't gotten my book. Yeah. 
I think I'm just going to try and get a refund. Yeah. I ordered the book like two months ago, so I haven't gotten it. Dude, working at a bookstore is hard. If you are on campus, be nice to book tellers because that is a hard job and we are doing our best. And even the last day, even the last day that I worked, I got called a bitch. And it's like, for what? (laughs) Me. My phone voice has not, it's no longer nice. It's no longer nice. (gasps) Let me tell you this. Oh my God. Okay. So I worked at a movie theater and I got a call that said, Hey, can I speak to your manager? And I've been told by several um, people, they're not managers, they're, they're like my up, my people who are like, up, what's the word, superior than yeah. me? They were like, whenever people call, like immediately ask for someone, just go ahead and ask what they want, that way you can tell the manager, or maybe you can help them. Because yeah. if it's something that you know, you can just say like, oh yeah, this is right. So I said, oh yeah, of course, what is this about? And she was, she was like, can I just get a manager? And I was like, sure. So I put her on hold, and uh, I called the manager, took like, three or four minutes, like, like not immediate, because yeah. they were doing something. By the time my manager got there, um, she hung up, called again, asked for a manager, and then, and then the manager came and talked to her, and they hung up, and I was like, oh, what'd she want? And they were like, oh, that's so-and-so, she's going to be late to work. And I was like, okay. She came in. Mind you, this is the person that everyone has hated. She worked there previously, like the previous summer or something. Yeah. Everyone hated her. She, uh, she came into work. She said, as she was walking past me to go clock in, she goes, you're terrible on the phone, by the way. And then kept walking. And I was like, bitch. I told the manager, I was, I was like, I swear to God, I'm going to punch her in the throat. You should have. Everyone, everyone hated her. She was such a bitch. I can't remember. There was, there was other things that she said to me that was like so awful. Yeah. She even said she was, she was like, yeah, I was like the best person here. Like I was the best box girl here. And I was like, okay. I asked the manager, I was like, what is she? And they're like, no, she was terrible. Oh, so I hate her. She actually goes to our school. Love that. Yeah. I saw her, like, twice. Love that for you. Yeah. Yeah. You ever see her on site? Just... Like, pa, 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 pa. Um, okay, well, I think that's the end of that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is the end. Bye. <laughs> Jesus. totally forget how to end the podcast. I'm very, very tired. So, my... Right, right before we end, though, if you have any comments... Yes. If you want to talk to us, if you want to tell us about your, your pet dog or cat or bird tell us us about why you don't eat certain meats yeah or try to argue with amanda don't argue because like you're (laughs) gonna give me you're gonna tell me something and be like that's a really good point yeah you're right and then just not talk yeah i don't like arguing but i like having one i don't like arguing unless i have something over you first i'm just i'm not an arguer ever i'm i'm much more of like a if there's a problem come to me not yelly and we can talk about it because if you start like getting mad at me then i'll immediately shut down yeah. And then it's like there's nobody for anyone. If you're a vegan, I respect you. I can't do it. Um, and I, I, always, I hate telling people that because they're just like, everyone's like, just wait until you're older. It's so much easier when you're older. And it's like, no, it's I, not. I don't care. Like you, you can be 48 and it will still be as hard to be a vegan as it is today. Yeah. Like, it's not like it just, you don't, I think it's crazy. Whenever I was younger and I never used to cook, I was told that whenever I got older, I would have more time to cook. What? <laughs> I have what? less time now than ever. Yeah, I. Whenever I worked, I work at home, but like it's like a nine to five thing. Well, nine to seven. Yeah. Or an eleven to seven on some days. I get it. Um, and I would have to make sure I pull the pork chops out of the freezer for them to thaw, or like the beef, whatever I'm cooking, if I'm making a burrito or whatever. Yeah. And I would have to like make sure I had. I there was one time I did. 
a pork chop, mac and cheese, and baked potato. Mm-hmm. And I had to make sure I cooked them all, like, I started them all at the same time so that I could, like, have everything on this plate done. No. And, oh my god, it was so bad. I was supposed to put the pork chop on the skillet and the potato in the microwave at the same time. I didn't do that. And the pork chop was ready before the, the potato. But then I forgot about the mac and cheese. So I did that later. Yeah. I put that motherfucker on high. The water on high. They had it boiling. And then when I pulled the potato out, it was already, um, uh, what's the word? Spoiled? So it was no use in cooking in the first place. I love that for you. So I had to throw it away. I also put it in there with foil. I need to do that. Tonight I think I'm going to make no, chicken. No, don't. don't. No, not out with foil. No, sorry. Okay. I was just thinking, tonight I need to cook a potato. Because I, I may have cooked some potato and chicken. Because I, I thawed it out of chicken last night. But then I got too tired from being too busy yeah. all day doing schoolwork. And I um, ended up falling asleep eating a bag of Doritos. Because <laughs> health. My nose, uh, is, my nose is so itchy, by the I way. can I'm give so you two recipes for potatoes. They're not really mm. recipes. They're just how to cook it. Share them. Share them. My dad has... my dad. I, get, I asked my dad how to, like... He does, like, diced potatoes yeah. in the oven. Oh, they're so good. Okay. So, yeah. Because I may, I may do that. I may do some sweet potatoes tonight. Because I like to have chicken and then starch. Yeah, yeah. Also, I would die for sweet potatoes. We had sweet potato fries in my school, and oh, everyone yeah. hated them. They're so good. They took away our slushies and gave us sweet potatoes. That's beautiful. No. Thank you, Michelle Obama. <laughs> I miss her. I miss her, too. I forgot that she was the reason why that happened. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I yeah, know, right? Oh, man. Okay, well. Um, I'm thankful for Michelle Obama. I miss too. her. I miss her, too. Um, so, yeah. Tweet at us. Yeah, tweet at, at us uh, how much you miss Michelle Obama. At Up at Night Cast. Yes, the cast. Just podcast. tell us whatever you want. Literally say anything to us and we'll respond. Actually, how about this? If you get to this point in the podcast, if you hear the Twitter... Tweet anything you want, just so we can, just so you can prove that you listen to the podcast. Yeah, because I'm convinced people just start it and don't finish it, but like they don't actually listen; they just play it. And I want to know if you actually like listen hear to it. us. Yeah. If so, you might need to put the Twitter at the beginning of the of the video and say, if you're a real fan, you you tweet at us. Yeah. Because so far we only have one real fan. It's Dakota. And that's Dakota. And we love Dakota. And we love Dakota. Hey, Dakota. And Lee Porter. And Lee Porter, my father, my father, Lee Porter. I still don't think he knows you run the Twitter. Fun fact, today I was, um, so my place is getting fumigated for bugs, and I went over to my friend Andrew and Cody's apartment, and I was waiting, and they were hanging out, and Andrew actually has our tweets uh, notifications on. Mm. And so it went off, he was like, oh, up at night tweeted, and I was like, we did? And he was like, yeah, did you not tweet something? I was like, no, man, this is a charge, but he was like, oh. <laughs> Just like, what? I was like, I don't have to do it. <laughs> I needed to post a, a a teaser for this. I don't even know. Should I put a cow? Put a cow, please. Put a cow as a teaser. We we were talking about cows for a lot of the we did. The, the last part. We did. Oh, I, I guess I don't even know what to put. We'll 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 put a teaser. If if the teaser is a cow, go like it. Go retweet it. Even if you already did, do it again. Yeah, just do it again. Only you can do it again. Might as well. And yeah, we will see you the next time. We, we can't sleep. sleep. Bye, guys. Sorry, I have to poop so bad. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't do it before so my meeting. Hungry. You know, you say you need to poop. I need to get food. Yeah.